the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good senior, senior bueno, Nathaniel Lundy, live from Cabo San Lucas in Mexico. Uh, this is the podcast presented, of course, by DraftKings Sportsbook. And Lundy, uh, before we jumped on air, uh, I am giddy. I am enthusiastic. I am overly energetic, and that is saying something because I'm an Energizer Bunny 24-7. But I look at tonight's college basketball slate, and the salivary glands immediately trigger because it is mouth-watering. It is so damn delightful. This might be the best weekday slate that we have seen all season long. We've got mammoth matchups across the board. We got bubble teams in action with must-win scenarios. Uh, we've got conference title hopes on the line. Uh, even some of like the the rubbish that's out there. A lot of the hot garbage is going to be entertaining. I'm looking at you, Washington and Arizona State. So I cannot wait to blow my entire bankroll at DraftKings Sportsbook on tonight's slate. And in honor of it, Lundy, I'm going to give you an early. Five-leg money line parlay. You ready to rock? I am ready for this. I'm just excited because I'm assuming this means you're including uh, the battle at the SHM Memorial Center between Florida A&M and South Carolina State, who have combined for a grand total of five wins. Oh, wow. I mistakenly overlooked that, but uh, now that you mention it, <laughs> uh, I might have to fire off a ticket on it just for S's and G's. All right, All here right, we go. Who you got? Five-legger. Plus 306. All right, this is money line, folks. So all I got to do is win straight up. And I'll give you some brief reasons why, and I'll dive in on a couple of these in more detail a little bit later on. Give me Michigan at home against Iowa in the marquee matchup of the evening, and I'll have a full line selection on that a little bit later on. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nod, nod. Uh, give me the aforementioned Sun Devils going up against Washington, a team in which they eviscerated 97-64 on Tuesday. Uh, I don't think the Huskies are going to flip the script in the second go-round. Just a hunch there. Give me BYU at home against San Francisco. Again, straight up. Give me San Diego State in a game with a ton of meeting in the Mountain West against my boys, Boise State. Yes, I'm going against the Broncos, uh, but give me the Aztecs at home in a game in which uh, you know could ultimately determine, at least get partially there, the Mountain West regular season conference title winner. And then give me the Golden Gophers. At home, inside the barn, last time they played, they lost by, I think, 30,000. I don't think it was 30. I think we tacked on a few extra zeros since then uh, to Illinois. But the barn has been very kind of Minnesota, and they are in a must-win situation against Northwestern. Uh, they lose. Uh, they're going to be out of my projected bracket big board field. They win. They stay afloat. So, again, Michigan, Arizona State, BYU, San Diego State, and Minnesota, eh? All those teams win, plus 306. Brad, I like anything that you can throw my way where I can get seduced by the juice. A plus 306, sign me up. Money line all the way. Well, and you're getting seduced by that love juice down there in Mexico, and I'm very envious of you at this present moment of time. <laughs> I'll say that. Uh, Class A Azul, bartender, stat, make it happen. Look, if you want to get in on any of the college basketball action, you want to get in on some puck lines or on the NBA, do so right now at DraftKings Sportsbook. Look, March is right around the corner, but why is 
a fun guy to wait. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is giving all new players the chance to cash $100. New customers can bet $1 on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. And if your team makes it rain, you cash $100. That's right. All it takes is one made three. Hit by your chosen team to turn $1 into $100. Sounds like a no-brainer, right? Well, this slam dunk of an offer won't be around forever, so head to the App Store now, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and get in on all of the action. Again, download the DK Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN to get your shot to turn $1 into $100 when you bet on any team to hit a three in any basketball game this week. That's promo code FTN for new customers to get a shot at 101 odds on any hoops team to hit a three-point shot only. At DraftKings Sportsbook, must be 21 or older, Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, Michigan, or Virginia residents only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. Winnings paid out in four $25 free bets. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT or in Virginia. Call 888-532-3500 on this hashtag Tequila Thursday edition of the podcast. Let's get to today's Fade five. Number five. Oh, yeah. Man, I might have to bang out about 50 push-ups. Uh, the heart rate is is pumping right now, Lundy. Maybe it's the caffeine that's flowing through my system. Or I'm just, again, I'm overly enthusiastic. I am super energetic about tonight's slate. Let's go ahead and start off the Pac-12. Oregon-Stanford. Bubblicious matchup for the Cardinal. They got to win this game. Lundy, uh, to really solidify their standing on spongy ground right now in terms of an at-large berth for the NCAA tournament. And I think Stanford's going to hold home court. Uh, They're back in their creature conference there in Palo Alto at minus one against the Ducks. Now, Stanford, this month, the fourth best overall team in terms of efficiency data uh, in the Pac-12. Oregon, number six in the conference in that category. The last time these two teams met, uh, you know, Oregon just ran them out of the gym. It was 70 Three to 56. Stanford had 19 turnovers and scored just 0.75 points per possession, but that was an eternity ago back on January 2nd. Stanford, their last seven games, giving up just 0.911 points per possession. It's number 29 in Division I college basketball and also top 16 in two-point percentage offense, netting 59.4% inside the arc. So for Stanford to win this game and add a much-needed W uh, into the category for the quad twos, uh, they got to keep the Ducks off the offensive glass, extend out to the three and challenge Chris Duarte, Amaruri along the perimeter. And I also think uh, Delaney will be key, or Delaire, excuse me, will be key in this game. Uh, a player that really emerged due to all the injuries that the Cardinal had earlier this season. So pull it all together. Give me Stanford minus one at home against the Ducks. Fade or follow. And as a Beaver, I know what you're going to do. Well, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm going to do. But I'll also say this, Brad, you're focused a lot on what Stanford has been doing, what they need to be able to do. I'm actually thinking about the Ducks on the other side of this, because when they came out of that pause, obviously Oregon State smacked them upside the head. Go Beavs. Uh, but then we also <laughs> saw over the course of the last week, uh, week and a half or so, you thought, OK, maybe if Oregon wants to try to make a statement, they got to look good against Colorado. They had the game against Utah, and I just haven't quite seen it out of the Ducks. So I think with Stanford having so much on the line, I'm going to go with the Cardinal here because I agree with 
with you. They need this win, and I just haven't really seen it out of Oregon to think that they can uh, be able to take care of business and knock off the Cardinal. Side with the Smarty Pants. Number four. All right, let's take it the Pac-12, and let's go, go right here to snowy Colorado. We got a foot of snow right here at Casa de Evans overnight, uh, and I think Colorado is going to be uh, bringing down the trays today and making it rain from outside against USC. Uh, Colorado, 6-3 ATS at home. Now, I'm going to lay the three-and-a-half here on the buffs. Uh, and I know what you're thinking. You know, USC, last time they were on the floor at home against the Oregon Ducks, start to finish, uh, I mean, they just ran roughshod over Oregon. And USC quietly right now, top 12 in Ken Palm. They're number one in offensive efficiency, number one in defensive efficiency inside Pac-12 play. Uh, but CU, you know, I, I think they're unintimidated by the length of the Mobleys and also White. They got to attack the 10 in this game to, you know, spring what would some people would call the upset. But, of course, the line is saying something else they would, you know, cover in the end. So with Batty and Schwartz and Horn, uh, they have their own length that they could take advantage of, get those shots over the extended arms of Mobley's uh, and White and company in this one. And you also look at CU. Uh, they are giving up just 46% inside the arc the last six. 0.884 points per possession during that stretch. It's top 15 in the country. So seal off the glass. Get to the line. Apply pressure because USC is prone to making turnovers. It coughed it up 18.8% of the time in Pac-12 play. And I think Colorado will race to a victory, adding it to the quad one category. So fade or follow the buffs trample the Trojans. I will follow on this one as well, and I think there could be some recency bias for people that want to jump on USC. Why? Because Colorado just had those four straight games on the road, Brad, and we talked about it on yep. this podcast a week ago. Colorado's not the same team on the road that they are at home, and so I think the fact that they're going to be in very snowy Boulder uh, for this contest actually plays in their favor. I'm willing to give up the points because I do think that they can hang with USC and take care of business, and it'll be another roll tad night for the Buffs. Heck yeah, roll! Number three. All right, let's go to our monkeyknifefight.com, Monkey Knife Fight player prop of the day. Of course, presented by monkeyknifefight.com. It's a DFS game unlike any other. It's just you against the house and all of your favorite player props. More or less over or under on stats that you already know and sometimes love. And if you use that promo code FTN, again, promo code FTN, you get a free $5 game on the house as a new user. Go there now and have an MKF in good time at monkeyknifefight.com. And one guy that's going to be monkeying around uh, this evening for the Orlando Magic is Nikola Vucevic. And I'm going to take the over on made trays here, Lundy, at two and a half. Now, Vucevic has only been over this number in three of his last 14 games, but it's all about the matchup here. Uh, he's going up against the Brooklyn Nets, who are allergic to playing any kind of defense. Uh, the Nets, over their last three games, have given up 39.6% uh, from way downtown. Uh, they are a middle of the pack in terms of three-point percentage D on the season, but in terms of adjusted defensive efficiency, number 26 right now in the NBA, and according to the advanced DVP tool available at FTNDaily.com, this is the 10th best matchup for a DN3 uh, performer. And Vucevic, obviously, uh, is going to be focused on hitting some of those triples. A guy that's uh, jacking it up 6.9 attempts along the arc per game. And the last time he faced the Nets, he dropped six trays back in mid 
January. So feed or follow the other Nikola Vucevic over two and a half made threes. This is a tough one for me because I go back and look at what he did against Brooklyn. You just talked about it in the middle of January where he was three dimes shy of a triple-double and the point total at 34 because of all those made threes. But he just hasn't been doing it lately. He's just hovering right at that yeah, two line, yeah. Brad. Two, two, tonight, two, tonight, two. Tonight, tonight, he's he, getting over the hump. He's getting over uh, it. I, I, think you've, uh, I, I think you've gone a little bit too far with your seduction in the college oh. basketball schedule. So oh. on this one, I'm going to fade you, my friend. I think he finishes with his magical two number, although we do know that Brooklyn and defense do not occupy the same zip code. Oh, I'm feeling naughty for Nicola. Number two. All right, let's go to the Big Ten. Uh, and a game is going to be overshadowed by Iowa-Michigan, and we're going to get to a selection here uh, in that game in a moment. But Michigan State suddenly surging Going up against the Ohio State Buckeyes, this game in East Lansing. Michigan State's riding a two-game win streak, one at Indiana. And then in a mammoth W, uh, they beat up on my fighting Illini and busted Io DeSumo in the process late in that game. But you look at Michigan State, uh, it's been a sparty party these last couple of games. Why? The offense has emerged from hibernation. Lundy, 1.237 points per possession scored against the Hoosiers and the Illini. Uh, the defense has never really waned, has never really failed uh, for, for Shizzo Maizzo uh, during these last couple of games, giving up just 0.942 points per possession, which is really on par of what they've done throughout the entire Big Ten season. More importantly, they've been nailing some threes here of late, 44% these last couple of games, and they're shackling the orange. They're not making boneheaded mistakes and turning it over. Only had eight miscues against Illinois. Now, Ohio State is prolific from outside, shooting 45.7% along the arc this month and are number one in the country in February games with 1.325. That's a crazy number. Points per possession scored. So the Spartans got to do to pull off the upset or even the cover in this case, a plus four. Inside execution, they got to be bullies on the glass. They generate a lot of second chance opportunities. Ohio State is vulnerable inside defensively, middle of the pack in two-point percentage. So Henry, Langford, Brown, absolutely key here for Michigan State to start climbing up that bubble, and I think they're going to do exactly that. This is a fishy line, and that's why I'm going to side with Michigan State plus four. Fade or follow? I will follow you on this one as well, Brad. This is funny because Michigan State on the season only covered against the spread. They've only done it six times, but aha, two of those six are the last two games yep. that they played. So they are, as you just said, they're peaking at the right time. They're trying to uh, climb their way up to being in that bubble conversation, and this would be a huge opportunity for the Spartans to do that. So I'm going to play the recency bias in our favor on this one, and I will follow with Michigan State. Recency bias. It is one hell of a drug. Number one. All right, last and certainly not least, as uh, we were hinting at, uh, Iowa and Michigan must See TV in prime time tonight, and this line has climbed. It opened at Michigan minus four. Uh, the Wolverines are now at minus five and a half, and you know what? I'm still taking them, even though the value is not as uh, great as it once was. Uh, the Wolverines, 9-3 ATS. Uh, in Big Ten action this season. You look at Iowa the last four games, uh, you know, the offense is still there. You know, they're one of the most 
uh, dynamite offenses in the country, so explosive with Garzilla and Frederick and Wieskamp. Uh, this month they've netted 1.290 points per possession, but they have finally committed themselves to guarding someone, anyone within this loose zone, giving up 0.89 Zero points per possession, but Michigan, uh, they are smoother than a 20-year McAllen. Uh, Lundy with Livers and Smith and Shondi Brown and Brooks, all four of those guys shooting over 37% along the arc collectively. Michigan netting 40.1% uh, on three balls inside Big Ten played. Obviously, the matchup here is going to be Garza versus the seven-foot freshman Hunter Dickinson. Uh, but this game's going to come down to Frederick, Wieskamp, the McCaffreys, and their willingness to defend. And I don't have any faith that they're going to do that, not against this well-oiled machine that is Jawan Howard's bunch. So Michigan, outstanding also defensively, number 11 in the country, just a defensive efficiency. Uh, they could force a scoring dry spell or two in this game against the Hawkeyes. And in the end, I think they're going to win by 7 to 10 points. So give me Michigan minus five and a half fade or follow well obviously we all really liked that number when it opened it up at three and a half or four depending upon the book but yes i'm going to roll with you in this one because this team is just playing differently they're undefeated at home Um, they actually do have you brought up dickinson they actually do have someone to match up against garza which not uh, very many teams in this country in the country do when it comes to garza Um, so i just think michigan right now is playing on a different level loving what Jawan howard is doing i mean good for him for being able to take a team uh, that has struggled in different matches matchups uh i mean what down by what were they down by 14 or so to wisconsin in the first half turn around and come back and beat them i mean he's just he's got them playing he's got them cooking right now and i like it at home give me michigan and even though that line has crept up i'll take it and shouts to phil martelli assistant coach former uh head coach of st joe's uh he has been a critical tactician for this Michigan team. A guy doesn't get enough credit. I can tell you that right now. He is a phenomenal head coach and a guy with oodles of experience. Uh, You know what I got a lot of experience in? Drink a tequila. And I'm thinking about it right now because you're in Mexico and I need one in my hand. So that is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me at Noisy Wavers. Drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this podcast. And check out FTNFantasy.com, FTNDaily.com, and FTNBets.com for all of your fantasy sports and sports betting content needs. Use that promo code. E-V-A-N-S. Evans, that's my last name, to get 10% off your subscription today. Mas tequila! Enjoy the slate tonight, amigos. And until tomorrow, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.